edition of Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar, and we have a special uh, co-host, uh, Voice of Reason, Patty Vasquez, with Aww, us. Thank you for thinking that I'm reasonable, but well, we need someone that's not. That we need someone that's in a relationship to make sure that we don't get, you know, off the train. You know. Well, thank you for having me back. Oh, thanks. Appreciate thanks it. for being here. Of course. Uh, and we have a very special uh, single guest with us, uh, Rebecca Halpern. Hello. Hello. Uh, Rebecca is here from L.A. She's kind of a big deal producer out there. Is that right? I don't know if I'm a big deal, but um, size six. Okay. <laughs> so well, that's fine. We were. You are smaller than a size six. Let's not get into that territory. <laughs> <laughs> so um, first things first, uh, Rebecca, you are single? I am. Okay. And so when was the last time you were not single, I guess? Um, well, that depends on how you classify it. It seems like dating in L.A. is completely different than dating in Chicago. Oh, really? I just moved to L.A. two and a half years ago. Okay. And you were in Chicago before that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, I've actually been married, so, um, and I met my ex-husband on J-Date back in the day when it was still, like, being beta tested, so. You were, like, the first couple? Oh, I mean, we were on Times, <laughs> like, a billboard on Times Square. I was going to say, no, right? no, 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 not really. But how well it worked out. Our wedding was in a magazine actually and when we got divorced I remember I called the editor of the magazine and I was like you know you might want to take our story off the, off the web we did not live happily ever after and she's uh -huh. like well that's the beauty of the internet it lives forever and I'm like oh are you kidding me like I, I just couldn't so every time I go out with somebody, they're like, you know, your wedding's on the web. Your wedding's on the web. And it's it's just... Um, oh, what a painful... Is it a painful reminder? No, it's okay. fine. I mean, it was a really pretty party. So if it inspires <laughs> other people, then sure. great. But she didn't even twitch when she said that. Yeah. So I believe you. So if you have a good party, yeah. it's like... It, but but if they're trying to, to promote weddings, wouldn't they, you would think that they don't want that on their... Well, it's stuff. not like anybody else knows that we got divorced necessarily. That's so it's true. not like they stabbed well, like a the red wedding? sticker over the top of it that says divorced, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Didn't work out. Right, didn't work out. Does that prevent you? Does that make you feel a little hesitant to use other dating sites or uh, apps? So back when we were on JDate, it was like actually fun to get emails from people. When you actually matched with someone, you would communicate, which is a novel concept because these days it seems like on Tinder or JSwipe or any of those swiping sites that you just match a million times and then you never, nobody ever reaches out to anybody. That's why I like Bumble. Pen pals. <laughs> Pen pals, exactly. That's what they say. I like I like having pen pals on those things. You like Bumble? Why? I like Bumble because you know you match with someone. So I'm not one of those people who swipes wi right willy nilly. Like I will be actually somewhat picky you choosy. Research, you yeah, do yeah, background yeah. checks. Study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So when I match with someone, it's because I'm actually interested. So then when I reach out, I feel like it ups you know it, it, my odds of actually meeting someone in real life uh, go up. But now on Bumble, they give you only like 24 hours to to contact the person, right. right? So it better be on days that I'm not so busy. Otherwise, oh, forget right. it. Okay. So then you <laughs> just wait. It's like, like sliding 16 doors. Hours, whereas any, but, okay, now you, you, you said something. You you were married. Are you looking to get married again? Is I would get married yeah. again. I definitely, um, I don't have anything against the institution of marriage per se. Um, Even though it's outdated. Is it outdated, though? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's the argument we make on this You're show. just laying it over. What, but why do you bring me in? To just make me That's feel bad about reason. my marriage? No, is not at all. I think when One it's a good marriage, workout. I think when it's a good marriage, marriage is awesome. Okay. I think when it's a bad marriage, it can be a living hell. Soul crushing. 
Don't terrible. You ever, don't you ever find it interesting when you find like these couples that get married, divorced after like sixty years of marriage or fifty years of? Mar- I've been running into people who were like yeah. in their seventies are getting divorced. I was like, wow. And you know what's interesting about them too is I bet if you were to ask them when did they first think that they wanted to get divorced, they would have said something like thirty years ago. Yes. Like imagine all that time spent with someone that you absolutely cannot stand the way they look. And like what <laughs> would be the final straw where they're like, that's it. Like this is the final. Like what yeah. would make your final straw when you're seventy two? You're like. Like, okay, well, I put up with this, three wars, yeah. and now I've told you it. every morning for the last <laughs> 50 years that you have toothpaste on your lip, I'm just <laughs> done. Thing, I'm yep. not going to tell you What again. is going to be the thing that draws <laughs> them over the line the at 72? I'm sure it's something, like, completely innocuous yeah. like that, you Might know? Be. So uh, well you said sh- you made a point here that you said L.A. and Chicago. Is there a yes. different style of dating? So one of the things that I've <laughs> noticed in L.A., uh, in Chicago, it seems like when you meet someone you like, there's no um, – it's not. it doesn't feel hard to fall into a relationship with someone. The guys in Chicago seem to know how to lock it down. They make reservations. They call. Wow. They actually follow up. Maybe uh, not you, Paul, but like the guys that <laughs> I've been Never heard of that. Okay, yeah. I just Now you know. These are ju- important things. What she's telling you is actually important. What were the things again? Dating. I'm writing them down. Locking it down. <laughs> Lock- making reservations, reservations. Following plans, through. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's not follow rocket science. I and I feel like if any guy were to take those three things and use them in dating, whether it's with a woman he wants to bang or a woman he wants to marry, he will have be successful make some effort just make a little effort it doesn't take a lot in LA that doesn't happen and I feel like in LA it's like you match up with somebody on Monday you decide after texting back and forth a few times that you'll get together let's say Thursday or Friday right so the whole week goes by you don't hear from them at all and then Thursday night around 5 30 they text you so where did you want to meet tonight and that puts you as a woman in a really awkward position. It's presumptuous. Well, Why can't you text during that time frame and be like, hey, are we still on for Thursday? So this touches on like my whole core belief system as a dating single out there, which is that you know women are built to receive... And men are are built to actually pursue women. So like, hmm. I'm I'm of the mind that if a guy is interested in me, he will show me that he's interested. But on Bumble, the whole point of Bumble is that the women make the effort. The women make the initial effort. Oh, that's where you. That's where the. It's up to you guys to lock it down. Right. You just, yeah. So Hi, your interpretation period. of Bumble is. <laughs> The women, but, but the whole point of that app is women are in charge finally. So wouldn't the argument then be that, well, you guys kind of have to take initiative as well now? Or you girls, I should it say. It sounds like it's giving men an opening, which I is what they're always looking for, And I it? think that's it. It's giving them a safe space where they can feel like mm. you're going to say yes. And ultimately, that's what... Because their egos <laughs> are too... Ch- they're like, Tinder was like too like, no, I don't, I'm never going back again because... Nobody likes me. Oh. But here it's like, if they've contacted you, you think that... The At least it makes you feel empowered and, and emboldened then the women's to reach job is out. Done. And the yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, I'm kind of a rules girl. Every relationship we I've... can see that. Every relationship <laughs> I've ever been in, I haven't had to pursue the guy. And I find that in the relationships where I am pursuing... Um, it never works. And maybe I'm just not pursuing in the right way. I don't know, but I'm not built that way. I need to feel the confidence that the guy is interested and he's making efforts to show me that. I mean, it's not like I have men banging down my door, but at the same time, I want to feel like I'm in, um, you know, I want to feel like I'm wanted. and It's nice to be wooed. Exactly. But if they, but 
I'm just playing devil's advocate here. So the, your example of the L.A. dater, which sounds a lot like some people I know here in Chicago. Well, I'm a Chicago right girl, okay, so, so like, let's not. If he if he locked it in on Thursday, the date. Let's just let's go with this hypothetical hypothetical guy, and then he doesn't contact you till Friday. The date's at eight. Oh no no no! He locked it in on Monday. Monday, and then he doesn't contact you until Thursday night. The, d- the, d- the night of the date. There's the no further the communications. Date. I think that there should be a little bit of chat back and forth, yeah, or at like, least well, earlier in like? the day. I feel like if a woman is having to wait, I'm a busy person. Okay, the last thing I want to be doing is waiting until two hours before the date to find out if somebody really is interested in going out with me or not. Now, maybe he thinks that, oh, we locked it down, so it's definitely going to happen. Well, then you're not the right guy for me, and that's why when we <laughs> met on Bumble, we never went out. Wait, what? What? Did you guys meet on Bumble? We did meet on Bumble. Oh, dear. Yeah. But then we, we it didn't... It, uh, qu- it turned professional It turned quickly. into a professional relationship. And I'm not right talking about money left on any counters or anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I did well, not. I did not think that. we're still working on our arrangements yeah, well, on the money, but... Um, no, but my, my point is that, um, and I say this, I have a lot of girlfriends who they ask me it for advice and stuff, but like, I feel like it's a two way streak. Like you can just, if you aren't, if he did lock it in on Monday in his mind, arguably is, all right, it's a done deal. We have a, we have a date and, uh, he's already looking forward to this date on Thursday and then he's just locking up the details right before if you're concerned that it's an off, you can just be like, hey, we're still on for Thursday, right? And you know what? That's all it takes. It's I'm not with a her. I think it's nice to know what's coming up on Thursday. A like woman Patty, wants to feel confident years, so in the guy that on. she's going out with, okay? Right. And I will often give the benefit of the doubt on the first get-together because you really don't know the person. You want to give them a chance and see. But if it happens a second time right. and you like the person or you have some kind of chemistry – then I think it's fair to say, you know, like, I've got a bunch of stuff going on next week. Like, when he goes to set the next date, right. I think it's fair to say I've got a lot going on next week. Can you just text me uh, the day before to confirm yeah. to be sure that we're still on? And I think that's totally fair. I don't need somebody to be sending me flowers every day, although that's nice. Right. But um, it, it would be... Flowers. There Who is does that? So 1990s. You just want to have confidence that it's happening, and I feel like it's up to the guy to, m- to lead. And so to know that they're putting some thought into it. Yeah. yeah. All right, fine. So <laughs> so what happened with You're this date on this Thursday? Time. I like yeah. this, this scenario. works out much better. Go ahead. Well, so what happened with this guy that uh, did the 530 thing? Oh, well, I mean, it lasted like all of one hour. And I, I you know, I knew you three. You did go out with him, and then you're like, he already had one strike against him. Well, yeah. And then when I saw him walking past the window, and he, he was like 30 pounds overweight, uh, you know, beyond what yeah. his pictures showed, and he was 10 years older, I was oh. like, forget it. That's it. 10 years older. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, going on online dating is a lot like looking for a house or an apartment. You know before you get out, curb appeal, okay? Like, that's important, right? You know when you get out of the car whether or not you're going to like this house. Usually you know when you're looking online, but these days you can't really tell so much. Sure, the lighting and the angles. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) So that, exactly. And then you walk through the front door, and there's two things at play here. One is how you feel when you're in that house, and the other thing is do you like the general bones of the place? Can you work with this? Is this something that you... Right, how much has to be remodeled? What are we ripping out the carpet? I mean, exactly. Exactly. Look. Does he buy his clothes on Groupon? I mean, How much paint is this going to take? Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. So for Which me, I do, by the way. I've always That's been fine. the kind of person where, like, I feel like I know pretty early on in a date whether or not this is something that I feel comfortable with, where it could go somewhere. So when I happen to have the misfortune of getting together with somebody where 
I sense it's not going to happen. Uh, I want to get out of there as fast as I can. So how do you do <laughs> sure. that? Yeah, how had, do you yeah, like extricate how, yourself? Yeah, how do, do you just do you just go through the motions for the rest of the night, or do you just leave, or what? what so do you I do? limit it to one drink. Um, the first date. The first date. Okay. I try like if I'm not interested, I will limit it to one drink. Forty-five minutes, I think, is like an is like a polite amount of time to spend with someone that you have absolutely no future with or care about what in any way. What if you know way. within the first five minutes? That forty minutes. She's still being polite. Yeah. I'm like a nice person. Okay. I put effort into doing my hair, and who knows who I'll meet on the way out of the date. So Fair. I want to be sure that at least like. I just think it's the nice thing to do. You're minutes. all making efforts. You're all traveling to get to wherever it is that you're going. It was funny. Um, I matched up with a guy online recently in L.A. who said he only dates women on the west side, which is west of the 405 freeway, because anybody on the east side, it was just too much effort. <laughs> and no, this is what LA is like. I, I have friends yeah, who like no, they don't even have friends. On, on and the parts funny thing is, we're only like eight like miles apart. Chicago, you though. know, we're only like exactly. We're only like eight miles apart. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, he drew the line there. And it was funny because when we matched up, I was like, "How do you know that this is not going to be the like Worth best it. thing that ever happened to you?" Mm -hmm. But I just happen to live in West Hollywood, and he's like, "Because if you were the best thing that ever happened to me, you would be living next door." Wow. <laughs> and that was when I knew that this guy oh, was not the kind of guy. <laughs> who's going to make any effort, no effort whatsoever. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, honestly, at base, all it is is about the effort. If a guy just knew Makes that, effort. a little bit, and a little goes a long way because there's so many DBs out there who just don't even lift a finger and expect the woman to completely come running after him, and I'm yeah. just not about that. Do you uh, Have you had any dates that – well, you obviously you've had a few, but have you had any dates where you're just like – they're just – Nightmares, like you can't believe you're in this position. Uh, no, but last, I, I just flew in on Friday night, and my mom took me out to dinner uh, in Rosemont after she picked me up at O'Hare, and we were at Gibson's, and there was this guy there who was clearly on a date with some woman, and it was a blind date, and they were sitting at the table right next to us, and the poor guy, he was horrible and horrifying, and I would be terrified if I was on a date with him, talking about how much he drinks, and <gasps> all this stuff, yeah, you it was that. Wow. You guys are just I could overhear, it was so uncomfortable, I was so uncomfortable, um, and she got up at one point, she, she started texting on her phone, and he was silent for about two minutes, which was really awkward. While they're sitting there. While they're sitting there. And yeah. then she gets up and goes away, and I'm thinking to myself, she is calling her SOS girlfriend to, like, text or her Uber. to get, or yeah. whoever, to get her out of yes. there. Um, I've never been in that kind of a situation, fortunately. <laughs> um, mine are usually much more awkward after like the fifth or sixth date when you finally decide to sleep with somebody and then and then you realize that they're not the right person for you. So extricating yourself out oh. of that is even harder. <laughs> um, but no. Wait, you wait I'm five or six, six dates. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything after you said that. <laughs> like, like, really? You get away with you get away with that in, the, in this economy? I don't know. A girl's got to find a way to differentiate herself from the competition. <laughs> Patty's I mean, looking at me like, hey, I know it's been twenty years, but still, I mean, yeah, five or six dates is no, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you, I if, especially if you're with someone you haven't haven't known. I mean, yeah, you figure online that makes sense. And that's the thing. Like for me, online dating increasingly, as it's gotten older, and like as I've gotten older, as it's just become sort of 
you know, so commonplace, everybody just feels like complete strangers. So, I mean, and they are. Well, you got to start with that premise, right? Right. I mean, but they totally are. In a way that back when J-Date was first created or online dating was first created and I got, I met my husband, the novelty of meeting someone online made it feel familiar in some way. It made it feel magical, just Aww. like it would if you were to meet somebody in on the street life. or in real life, right? Um, so it, it sounds like you've always been internet dating. It's a way. Okay. Do you meet people outside of... Totally. And okay. in fact, um, in the last four years, I would say that every relationship that I've had, or three years, every relationship I've had has been a real world setup. Organic or ones. Or an organic relationship in one way or another. Have you met... Uh, so the last date you had, excluding your... Uh, or, or, sorry, the last relationship you had, excluding your husband, that was met or you organically at a bar or something, or wha- uh, just through friends, friends or like mutual shared groups that we belong to, book like clubs. book clubs, art clubs. You're like, hey, we're reading I'm Catching like, the Rye. <laughs> you know who really likes this book too? Let's go listen to Lake Wobegon on a Sunday morning. Oh, I wow. love Lake Wobegon and coffee in the New York Times in bed. No, okay. not sweaty balls. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 have you found yourself in a situation where you really like somebody and it just turned out that they disappeared? Uh, yeah, in fact, um, recently, well, I don't know if I would say that I really like them. Paul and I were having this conversation about how I think that your subconscious looks out for you. Oh. If you're an intuitive or person. Or sabotage. Or sabotage. But if you're an intuitive person, um, your subconscious will have, will control the outcome of certain situations so I was just seeing a guy really sweet man very nice divorced two years he had a young child and um, he was really into it from the get-go which is always a red flag for me because when a guy gets into it really quickly you know there's only one way to go from there which is out you know like usually right. they'll like fi- they'll it'll fizzle out but they're making the effort like but they're making said. the effort so i'm going along and i'm excited about it because here's finally a guy who's calling who's texting who's making Every it known hours. that he yeah. come on no i'm just using it as an example. 2 hours and 33 minutes <laughs> um Ball but he's keeping Ball track right. of the stopwatch and yeah. he's looking you know it's obvious that he's looking for a real relationship and that's what it feels like it's engendering confidence in the thing so 2 weeks in he's like are you seeing anybody else and i I'm, I'm wanting to take it slow cuz he's still a complete stranger so i say to him you know i feel like the slowest the slower we go the faster we'll get there so let's just get to know what each a other great way to put it Write that down for yourself. I, I feel like that's that sentence doesn't make sense, but <laughs> but you know what? We're know not going to go mean. into semantics okay. here. We so I'll just go to trust. So I just want to go slow. I want to get to know you as a person. Like let's just you know whatever. We'll hang out. It'll be great. Three weeks in, it's uh, when would you like to meet my kid? And so Yikes, now I'm starting early. to feel a little pressure, but I'm still very interested, and I'm thinking, okay, this guy's thinking seriously about me. So four and a half weeks in, or four weeks in, I don't even remember, I said to him, I said, you know, I haven't been, I just woke up this morning, I realized I haven't been on Bumble in like a week. And it felt really good to not even want to be doing that. And that's what I mean by the slower you go, the faster you get there. In other words, you'll wake up and you just realize that you want to be with that person. So you met this guy on Bumble. Yes. Okay. And so... I said to him, I said, you know, I haven't been on in like a week. I don't think I want to go back on. So maybe we should give it a shot. And um, 
the very next day, I started to feel like he was pulling away. And then over the course of the weekend, we exchanged maybe two or three text messages. And I just felt like it wasn't happening. And so on Monday, I asked him about it, just said, you know, I'm feeling a little disconnected, just wondering how you're feeling and what's up. And we're not seeing each other anymore. <laughs> what did he say? Did he, he give said you a he's not ready for a relationship. That oh. Like by getting close to me, he came to realize what it. But he know. was the one that was pushing for it up front, and see? that's see, just a, it. And a month sounds about because I remember in college. That's how long it's been <laughs> since I've been dating. But I remember the same similar thing. Like after a couple of days, this guy's like, "I really see a future with you." And we were twenty-one. And within a month, he was like, I can't stand the sight of you. Well, and to the <laughs> point of going slow, too, it's like you're also protected. So I said to him, you know, as we were kind of wrapping it up on the phone, I just said to him, he's like, you know, I hope you're not too upset. I said, I'm not so upset. I said, believe me, in like a week, it's going to be like a blip on my radar. Like, it won't even be a nice. big deal. And I didn't mean it hurtfully. I just meant That's like. That's what you said to him? Yeah, because like, cause like I, I, cause I, I had a, I didn't dive in, you know. I wasn't like all in there to Maybe begin with. Maybe he sensed it. Maybe he sensed that you were not. But I was on my way, and if he could have just, you know, if it if he just, just a little, one more time, a, a little, week. <laughs> please. That wasn't, it. that wasn't it. I needed at least seventeen more calls a week <laughs> to make it worth my while. No, to lock that. If down. there's one thing you've learned about me by now, it's that I'm like super high maintenance. No, the ball, thing so. that we've learned is it takes four or five dates to get to to, get <laughs> to, to really base. know. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so <laughs> I think it's reasonable. It was five know. or six. I'm not good. You're well, but chipping away. Three or four. Yeah. We just I, try to chip away. To his <laughs> point, to like, to his credit though, um, good for him for realizing where his boundaries were, what he was capable of giving and not giving. And like, um, I think that that's something as you get older in your thirties, uh, it becomes harder to make accommodations for other people, you or, know? Yeah, the older you get, you're not willing to... You, you become more stubborn. Yeah. You're setting your ways. Right. Especially if you've been single for 40 years. Let's just and go you, with 40. And you don't want to feel like you're playing games because then, I mean, and to not analyze it because you don't want to think, oh, what if I hadn't told him I haven't been on Bumble? Was it just that he liked pursuing me? Yeah, and you know what? I'm glad of all of that. I'm, I'm glad, glad I did. said yeah. something because here's the thing. I didn't want it to go on for three months. If and it then wasn't going to. If it wasn't going to go anywhere. Yes. And frankly, if he was going to pull the rug out from under me anyway, better to do it before I get invested. Yes. That's, right. That's where I disagree. Yes. I feel like uh, being the king of the two to three relationships that I am, I feel like <laughs> everything always ends around that time because people are like, well, where is this going? But then I always, I, I mean, why does everything have to go I, I've anywhere? been in a lot of relationships that have gone somewhere. And what does it mean to go somewhere, right? I guess I guess four months, five months feels like, you know, that's a re six months is a bona fide relationship to me, okay? So six is, I, 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 feel, I, I like feel like three, anything over, over three months? 100 days is... is okay, a, fine. I, 90 days, sometimes 40 I mean, it depends on how Every many time I've gotten into a relationship with someone where it's actually gone someplace, and I'm using air quotes because... Nobody can see it. Because it works you well. Know, right. Um, I feel like I never once had the converse, had to have any conversations like that. I never asked my girlfriends for advice about what I should do. I never had to approach him and say, how are you feeling? Yes. I mean, please, if there's anything like more horrifying in a relationship, it's like being so spineless and mealy mouth that you have to ask the other person, how do you feel about me? Do you really want to keep going? Uh, forget it. No way. No, thank you. Because that came up, that's come up with the guys where they talk about where is it going? What's, you know, what's the plan? I feel like you should know. If it's the I right thing like at this point, asking, you feel yeah, it's over. Once you start asking, yeah. it's over. So if you're going to ask, this is to my point about the subconscious, if you're going to ask, it's your subconscious t telling you, 
this isn't the right deal. Right. I've been in situations before where I have, I've had doubts, okay? I've kept my mouth shut because I was interested in seeing where the relationship would go. And it always went to that three-month mark or that four-month mark or that five-month mark. And then it didn't go any place right. beyond that because of the red flags that presented themselves but why, early but here's on. Here's my question. Like, when you walk away from those relationships that you s realize didn't go anywhere, so to say, w were you like, pissed i mean you still had a great relationship for whatever you call it for that that time frame it's still a healthy thing like you weren't angry with the person i mean i'm assuming you were still are you still in contact with those people most of the people that i date i'm still friends with wow See, that's, that's, that's the same way i am like people always always like well you're not you know I, i've been in relationships for two to three months quite often but i've never like i have had the conversation where is this going? And my answer is, well, why does every where why does anything have to go anywhere? Well, and that usually that ends up with them leaving or hanging up the phone or because they're ready for something and you're yeah. not. they have goals. Well, I not feel that you have goals. Your your yeah. goal is to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Whereas they why can't you just enjoy the person's company? Their their goals. You're not wrong. I'm sorry. You were no, no, no. So so the last five month relationship that I got out of, which was last year, um, that was you got out of yeah that I or the way that you he fled, running for my life that that ended. I um, it was a little painful, I will admit, because by five months you've met their some of their friends, you've met their family in some cases, or I did in this case, and um, you start to make accommodations for the other person where you start looking at them and what they are and who they are, and you start saying to yourself, okay, I can live with that, I can live with that. That bothers me a little bit, but I, I think doable. that's doable, right? right. Um, so you have hope for a future together. And I think five months is painful only because you've made it that far where you've made some of those accommodations and you start to feel like, if only, right? If only this was this guy hadn't turned his crap around on me or if only, you know, he didn't have... Called one more time a day. <laughs> right, exactly, Whatever. exactly. But... Go ahead, what were you going to no, say? No, 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 but my, my point was that, you know, um, I know a lot of people, uh, so five months when we broke up was really painful, and I did the math. I looked at how, how much of my lifespan, if I live to be 80, is five months. And when I saw that it was only like half of 1% of my entire life, I was like, oh, please, not a big deal at yeah. all. Like, who cares? Another blip. And then yeah. another blip. Right, yes. exactly. My whole life is populated by blips. you also had an enjoyable good. five months. I mean, it sounds like these relationships, whether they're two months, three months, or whatever, you're enjoying your period of time with this other person. It's not like you're like, oh, if I wasn't dating him, I could have been uh, going to uh, – Cubs games more or whatever. I think it just depends. <laughs> I think it just depends on how it goes. Look, if it was really all that, you know, rosy at a time, we would still be together. Um, there were there were things that happened in that five months that I look back and I kick myself for having stuck it out through that. <laughs> so I'll give you one example since, you know, sure. juicy personal right, Otherwise, story. mysterious. What was, yes. So we were getting ready to go to uh, Temple. It was the high holidays. You, went to, you would go to holidays with this guy? Oh, the yeah. The five-month. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the five-month. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And 
Um, I was wearing Spanx under my dress because I didn't, I don't feel comfortable going to temple with everything hanging out all over the place. It just feels sacrilegious. Smooth to lines. Me. Yeah, smooth lines. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> These are things. Uh, and in LA, the win there's really l very little difference between temple in LA and the win in Vegas. You know, the women, the way they dress, <laughs> like you can get, wow. you know, you get the wow. whole uh, bandage dress thing going and the thong lines. And I, that's just not me. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a very conservative North Shore kind of situation where I just didn't need to have everything hanging out for all the world to see and God, right? Sure. He didn't Bad, need that's to fair. know. So, so, your spanx, so I'm in my Spanx getting dressed and I, m mind you, I'm not like, I'm not overweight. I'm fit. I'm a, uh, sure. you know, attractive person. I vouch for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank They'll you guys. Absolutely. And he walks in and he sees me in my Spanx and I'm a little embarrassed because Spanx are silly looking. They're like biker shorts that are nude skin color, right? And like, I have them hiked up, you know, all the way. And I'm like, oh, look at me in my Spanx. And I start doing some kind of funny, silly dance. And later he told me that he found it very unattractive because it reminded him of his mother. Oh. oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, That's no. That's where you check out. And that was one of those things where, like, man, I wish I would have had a great one-liner at that point and just gotten the hell out of there, you know? Like, I wished I could have, like, picked up the picture of his mother on his nightstand and been like, do you look at, look at your mother and look at me. Look at your mother <laughs> and look at me. Do I look like your mother? I don't think I look like your oh, mother. Wow. Uh, plus, she's, like, 70 years old, yeah. so, you know, wow. I mean, dude. And frankly, if you've seen your mother in Spanx... I don't even yeah. want to know what that whole situation was all about. But so. what I think you knew is that if he was going to humiliate you or make you want to make you feel little, I mean, that's kind of what something like and that is. And then you start extrapolating out, right? Yes. Like you drop a pill on the floor and he tells you, you're not going to take that, are you? After like two seconds. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's like, it's like dude, if we have kids, they're going to be eating their own poop. I mean, honestly, what? I too, too can't. Sorry. True story. How, does yeah. it, how did you get that from the <laughs> well, no, long she's, connection? She has relatives. No, but the eating. point is, is that life is messy, yeah. right? Yes. And, and nobody is perfect. Yeah. And I think the whole key to success in dating is none of us is perfect, but we're perfect for somebody else, right? Or we're perfect for someone. And you want to feel positive. safe dancing around in your Spanx. Please. That's, it's That's sexy. Not it could on be the day of the Lord. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, look, it's fine. Leaving something to the imagination never hurts. But um, but once you're in a comfortable place, I think that you should feel, you know, you don't want to feel like you're going to be, you know, made fun of or humiliated. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah. in that that situ that relationship for me was a case of me being okay with some of his issues so long as he kept them to himself. But as soon as he turned the turn the you know the camera onto me and the spotlight shined on my imperfections and your spanks, or yeah. my spanks or my whatever my five second rule at that point i was like you know what i'm gonna take my pill and i'm gonna wear my spanks and i'm gonna go do it with somebody else so yep. thank you so much what's the pill an advil it was just an advil that i oh. dropped on the floor okay. and three she seconds later she remembers it fair point yeah because that, for me, was the turning point where I was like, wow. Good on you. Then how long did you take to extrapolate from that date? How many, how many weeks did it go from yeah. there? <laughs> oh, it was like two weeks after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like two or three weeks. It's it's two weeks notice. That's like standard for any uh, employment mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. opportunity. Yeah, exactly. You have to make sure that it's worth cutting loose. I wanted to be sure I was going to get my Cobra. <laughs> 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 At least wow. for the two weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a girl has needs. What can I say? Hold well, out. That's perfect timing to end the show. Uh, <laughs>
Well, uh, you cutting us loose? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Right, well, on that note, we have. You we're guys, out of time, please actually. tune in to cable television to see my next greatest hits. I married beneath me and um, Last Chance Bride. Nice. Those, uh, those are coming out soon. Oh, so. great. Do we know which which network? Just kidding. I oh. just completely oh. made that up. <laughs> I thought like we were all in. We were like, this is. Good. I, I was right, right when I, I was married ask beneath you to plug me. Wait so. a minute. That's uh, have you? No, I have that? a series. I have a pilot that uh, I'm in production on for National Geographic right now. It's really exciting. Congratulations. Called Critical Mass. Thank you. Where can people find out more about you other than on Bumble and JSwipe? Where, well, where, where can people... Uh, you can log on to my website, RebeccaHalpern.com. Uh, H-A-L-P-E-R-N. Correct. And there you'll find my Twitter feed, my like standard About Me page, and a contact page. So if you need to get a hold of me, you can do it that way. You guys, please check her out. And if I you have more questions after we're done, so yeah. you can go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> and after, uh, and uh, if you see her on Bumble, now you know her rules. Uh, swipe right. Swipe right. S- and Thank lock you. it down. Make reservations. <laughs> yeah. Make Follow through. Reservations. Call. Call. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, please uh, check us out. Well, you already are because it's singles only. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh Factory Network.